0: Oh boy, this week it is I, who is the one who was early, allow me to adjust my camera. I guess since Vish isn't here yet, I can make sure that I'm connected to the right stuff. USB condenser microphone in action. We're recording late this week because fish uh was is late. It was gonna be now he's like late late. Like not even he's not even on Discord technically. Um I am gonna open my beverage of choice this evening which is a holiday sour from the non alcoholic brewery Go Brewing. I've had this I talked about it, I think, last week or the week. It's like juicy, it's just like juicy juice. Oh, it smells not good through the can, but it tastes fine. Yep, that is a lot of juice in there. Pure creativity in a can. Cranberry, orange, and ginger unite in this sour brew with just the right sweetness. On day three of dry ish January. Started a medium blog. If you want to follow on with that, it's uh I don't know, just follow me or I bet if you Google me now that'll come up because it's been getting some traction. I've been getting a lot of people um mm-hmm. saying nice things to me uh on there and off of there. It's a lot of DMing me on like social media to say like yeah i I'm actually sober now and uh i don't know it's uh it's very nice of them to say but that's not the point right we talked i didn't i feel like we talked about this right Fish? it's i'm not talking about what I'm, not, I'm sorry i just got here i'm not trying to get sober Um, uh, no. i'm not i'm trying to cut back on alcohol as a hobby
1: Right. It's not that you feel like you have a problem. It's more just like it feels like an obligation to drink because. Yeah. Yeah. I know that and feeling I, exactly.
0: And I uh, I got all these people like giving me words of encouragement and shit about like getting sober and, and I'm getting I'm like,
1: your coin. You got to get your coin.
0: No, 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 no. That's 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 what no, no, no. Anyway, I'm finally Sorry. drinking these non-alcoholic brews. Yeah. And? Um i think i talked about them on the show already they're they're just they're this one this is the holiday sour and it's it's a juicy juice i could crush three or four of these tonight like sparkling water and almost like so what
1: uh, but like but there is a ferment like it was an alcoholic beverage at some point and they have pulled that out of it is the or is the
0: they stunted the fermentation process, right
1: but like at some point
0: they brewed, they they took grains, and they brewed a thing, and then they saw somewhere along the line, either pre- or post-fermentation, they took the alcohol out. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, And uh, I talked about this, we talked about this, I think, several times already, but um, it's funny that craft brewery, brewing got big because breweries were so eager to share their secrets with each other, and like you know, how oh, we put the hops in during this time and it makes it do this and blah, blah, blah. And you know, it's years, decades of like craft brewers just sharing knowledge with each other. And now these non-alcoholic breweries are all like, Oh, the way we take out it's proprietary. We can't really talk about it. Oh, and they're not sharing that same knowledge <laughs> right. um, with other people. Oh. Um, the biggest craft, non-alcoholic brewery, athletic brewing. In fact, I believe has already sued a former employee. Um, for uh, trade secret shit. Like, going to another brewery that then ended up making a non-alcoholic beer, and they're like, "Well, he worked for us, and he knows how we do it. Oh, so,
1: uh, but don't worry. Trademarks are what foster innovation. Patent laws. It's not, is, well, it's
0: a tradem- it's not, that's not trademark. That's not a trademark. Patent
1: law, patent law is what... Tri- it's not is a what? patent.
0: It's not a patent either. Oh, it's, have, a, it's,
1: oh, it's a proprietary... It's how they secret. do
0: things. And you may... That person may have signed something when they joined that said, I will not reveal how I made this... That's non-alcoholic wild. brew. Um, you know, here's something real uh, bum me out. We had tacos for dinner, and I just found out that um, apparently a lot of people are really into... Um, Dos Equis has made a non-alcoholic version of Dos Equis, but it's a salt and lime lager. And um, the Walmart by me has it, and I was like, oh, we're going to have tacos. I'm going to try this non-alcoholic lager, lime and salt lager. Go there, and the non-alcoholic beer is not cold at Walmart. It's on a shelf. Out of shell. I was like, fuck. I was like, so I didn't buy it yet, but I would I would like to try it. That actually sounds pretty good. No,
1: no, no. I'm trying to figure out what the I drew, I was in Westmont today for unrelated reasons. But there's a brewery. I think it's Maple. Uh, but I can't remember what it's called. I saw a brewery like in a like because like so I, I had a friend who lived like right outside of uh, or lived in Westmont. And I just happened to be driving down the street. You know Burger new... Pocket. You know who yeah, Burger Pocket is. You live in Westmont. And or his parents, his family lived in Westmont. And so I was there like every weekend as a kid. And it's like right on the border of Westmont. It's and Whiskey, Hill. Grove. Yeah, Whiskey, it's Hill, Whiskey Hill. Yeah, Whiskey Hill
0: maybe. Yeah. So funny funny story about Whiskey Hill. Um. The head brewer there. Um... No, this isn't Whiskey Hill. It's no, it was Whiskey something Hill. different?
1: Yeah. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see here. Here's Cass. I was on Chicago. Uh, 75th. Oh, wait, I go this way. I go this way on the map. That's 59th. All right, 55th. This is where it was. Cass, it is. There's Fairview. It's, it's right not, here.
0: It's not Whiskey Hill.
1: Hold on. Scallywag? Maybe Scallywag. Maybe that's what it was.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, when I look up breweries in Westmont, I get Whiskey Hill and then... Well, what, no, it was. What
1: Oh, wait. No, no, no. Yeah, no, you might be right. It might be Whiskey Hill. Or not Whiskey Hill. It's not Whiskey Hill. Scallywag? I'm, I think you're right. I think you're right. It's Yeah, it had, a, it had a name like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, the logo looks to be a pirate hop cone. No,
1: this is permanently closed. No? Permanently closed. Oh.
0: Interesting. Now, now I've, got
1: to, of... I've got to spend the beginning part of this stupid-ass show figuring out what the fuck this thing is.
0: I wonder is. if that's where Whiskey Hill's opening, because that's, that's not their OG location. They have like three locations already. Right. Um Head Brewer at Whiskey Hill was the guy who came up with the 2019 Goose Island Proprietor's recipe. Oh. Um and after feeling like he didn't get the acknowledgement he deserved uh from the uh, higher ups at Goose Island, he started working at Whiskey Hill and is now like a multiple Phobab award-winning brewer. Oh. And yeah, like, (laughs) and here's the other funny part: the last, um, the last bottle share I ever threw was Mm -hmm. at the Goose Island Barrel Warehouse, Mm -hmm. the night they were putting the they were running that proprietors through the flavoring, and the that guy who came up with the recipe tour guided everyone through the through the warehouse and then showed them the process.
1: Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah,
0: it was really neat.
1: Oh god! who's it? It's
0: just the <laughs> um,
1: shit out of me. Um. So no, I have. I do have pre-show. I. Uh, I. Uh, okay, well, right. I. I talked about it last week a little bit. Um. I uh, wanted to rebuild my entire network because I'm not oh, very bright.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And we joked how I wasn't gonna. I was gonna wait until uh, the LAN as a joke. Mm-hmm. But um, as a joke. As a joke. But the the stuff arrived. I think the next day or two. So I spent uh, New Year's weekend. Oh, boy. And so the 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 reason for this was uh, I had okay. an Eero I had an Eero network uh, for those of you who uh are And
0: familiar. I just want to chime in. I also have an Eero network. And Eero clear. When I say Eero network, I mean I have a hub in my living room and I have a extender upstairs. That's right. my Eero network. And I and I will tell you that for the first year you have an Eero network, it fucking sucks. Yeah, it, it because and, and
1: this is one of the reasons like this is one of the things that part of the problem. But anyway, um so I had an Eero network, and and it's fine. Eero networks are fine, like especially if you don't care, you just want the Wi-Fi to work. Like, as long as you buy an Eero that's been out for two or three years, you you don't want to be on the bleeding edge. Like they just released a new Eero for Wi-Fi seven. First of all, you have no Wi-Fi seven devices in your house. No,
0: no. And And second
1: of all the software is going to be so buggy for the first year, year and a half that like your Fi is going to work half the time. Anyway, like when I got these Euro sixes the first year and a half after going from like the previous generation, Euro the go, the first year and a half was just awful. Just the worst like wifi experience. So anyway, they were working fine. There was no reason to replace them except for two. There were two like things that were bugging me. There were two things. You okay. you know the one you experienced the one where we were here landing and the internet just died, and I don't know True. why the internet just died. The modem was working just fine. Yeah. All of, the internet just wouldn't it wouldn't propagate properly. Eros would just go offline, and it didn't matter what we unplugged or Wait, plugged do back you think in.
0: Have too many devices on your network? Do we no,
1: hit limit? No, because Eros can handle a ton, and it's happened before no. when there wasn't like you okay. know an additional okay. eight people here. And it always bugged me, because it's like, I don't know, I'm the type of person that wants to, like, oh, there's a. this is a technical problem, I want to fix it. And it, that leads into the second problem with Eero, is it gives you no visibility as to what's going on in your network. You, like, know what's connected, and you can set up, like, basic internet rules, but, like, if I wanted to know what was causing whatever it was that was, I, there's no way I could do it through Eero. And then you can call Eero, and they can look at the logs, but the logs might not be helpful to them, because who knows if they're logging the right thing. So anyway, fast forward to earlier, or later, or late 2023, Ubiqu- uh, Ubiquity, who is a, uh, a, a enterprise IT solution... Mm-hmm
0: ubiquity is like if you've ever worked in an it department you've you, heard of ubiquity and right. the network guys don't shut up about it and right. then they they move in they buy their first house and they fill it with ubiquity shit right they go, because oh, ubiquity
1: recent, yeah. like in the last i would say, I, I don't know when they started the unify stuff but the unify is their consumer grade networking stuff yeah. and they they released uh earlier or late in 2023 they released like a Eero type ubiquity thing they released like a, a little box that like you know has a mesh networking like Eero. you put three in your house but it also gave you access to Ubiquiti software which is super appealing to me because i can see everything i can see i can see anything that's happening on the network in Ubiquiti software and that's like okay now this is what i need but then i was like well but why just get these three little boxes when i can instead spend a thousand dollars and build a ubiquity network in my house.
0: It sounds yeah, that sounds so, totally reasonable. Yeah, so that's what I did. Did I ever mention that the posters behind you are like matte glass? I can't even. It's it like, there's not even glass. No, I know you can't
1: even tell. You can't even tell. You can't even tell. You All can't right, go even ahead.
0: Tell. So Go ahead with your ubiquity network.
1: So so that's what I spent. I I went modest on my first purchase. Cause I was like, let's see if I can get away with the bare minimum. Okay. And, and the problem here with Ubiquity is that it tells you everything. So I can see the, I can see the, like how well things are connected to a wireless access point. I can walk around a house with the app and it'll mm-hmm. tell me how good the wireless signal is. And mm-hmm. it has a little thing that's like, Hey, you know, your wireless signal in the house is not great. You might want to add an ap mm-hmm. or two and i was like well of course of yeah. course i do well why wouldn't i want to do that <laughs> so i went to micro center today and added an ap or two but like oh god I, if you are on the fence about redoing your network and you care at all about like actually like managing a network which i don't know i i like i wouldn't want to do this professionally but it's so cool like yeah. as like a home thing it took you know two hours to get it up and running and working especially with like forwarding ports getting my pie hole working again all that stuff but like it's so cool and like like simple things like in eero like so if i was like if i was looking at pihole hole and was like hey this device is getting blocked a ton it's it's it is spamming uh ad sites like what and i would like oh okay well i have the ip i can't search by ip in eero right so i don't know what device i have to go through each device individually and mm-hmm. be like okay it's this in Pi Hole, I can look up who like the manufacturer, but that's not always helpful either because no. it's made by some place like um, well, Foxconn. It's, it's, the, it's like right. it's got the same adapter as like a hundred other Foxconn devices.
0: When my uh, Traeger comes online, my Eero tells me that a Compresso Inc. Yeah, wireless adapter has connected,
1: and that is that doesn't help you. You don't know what a Compresso no. Inga, no. but right. like, but but um, you know, with this I can search the IP address, and so I know that like. God, let me tell you something. Peloton bikes and Peloton oh, Rows are, no. are so noisy. Like maybe no. like I like I I I can't I won't I can't show you because you are listening on a on a uh, on your on your uh podcast uh, application of choice. But we're talking like tenfold. Like they'll be at like twelve or fifteen thousand blocks on my pie hole in a day, and the next closest device is maybe a thousand maybe right. it's like it is wild how much of that stuff gets caught how much of their telemetry, how much of their telemetry is just like garbage so anyway i'm super happy with it and it seems to be working fine we'll see at the land like we don't we're not really gonna be beta testing it at the land i don't have a uh, up and in uh enabled so we'll see if that fucks up connectivity at all it's a uh, it's a security risk so i don't like having it enabled but uh mm. we'll see yeah, but if, I it, if my, there's a problem, I can Google what port needs to be opened and open that port.
0: I, uh, yeah, I fucked myself on my network stuff by just going all in on Bezos. Um, my router is my security system,
1: right? You have the ring,
0: I have the, the ring era hybrid, right? Device. The ring,
1: the ring pro alarm system, yeah,
0: which we were out all day yesterday. Um, and the cat tripped the fucking burglar alarm again. Piece <laughs> of shit. Uh-huh. He's done that four times now. Um, luckily, we get you know when it goes off, all my devices go off. Right, of course. So I like I can just it says motion detected in living room. I said okay, well a door or window didn't open, so the cat did it, and I can just like disarm it now. Right, um, that's from nice. The thing. Yeah, they the first two couple times he did it, we didn't catch it. Um, in time and we got the phone call the like oh right you know, your burglar alarm is going off are, are you, you like us to contact the police right and we were like no it's probably no, no, the no, cat no, no.
1: Goldfinger Brewing Company Goldfinger Brewing
0: Company oh, Goldfinger that's, the... that's Downers Grove you're right it is Roger
1: Street Downers Grove you're right it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, right yeah. on the no. border it's right on the border of so Westmont and
0: Downers Goldfinger um, is one of these new breweries that annoys me uh, they're only loggers they only make loggers weird which i oh man do we, we really want to get into this i <laughs> i think that i think that a a brewery that only brews lagers is the antithesis, antithesis of craft beer cuz like,
1: right? like, like lagers are like loggers are the are like a budweiser that's a lager right
0: yeah, well i mean okay budweiser is classified as an american uh, what do you call it like bud light is american light lager that's its like style category right Right. but i forget what you call budweiser it's like american adjunct lager american macro adjunct lager or something um so i get it the craft breweries are making a more flavorful more like uh, nuanced product right these are better higher quality lagers right uh, but like the reason like this whole craft beer thing happened is because we like those beers suck. Like those right. beers are bad. Right. And now we're reverting to this like I don't know, man. I just want to crush some pilsners. Well, is it just like is, like, it like,
1: like is it like is it like the is it like uh uh the Pabst Blue Ribbon revolution except for craft beer? I want to drink the shittiest <laughs> beer imaginable, and I want that to be cool.
0: Well, the, and there's like a, it's like a twofold thing because like. The other problem with the craft lager is they're $13 a four pack. Well, eventually Ooh. you're drinking these and you're going to be like, yeah, this is great. I love Goldfinger lager. And then you're going to go look at the cooler and you're going to see the 30 pack of Miller high life for 1299. And you're going right. to be like, why don't I just drink that? Cause it doesn't taste that much far off from this. Right. And, um, I very, fa- I very famously said something on another podcast one time when this, when this started heating up, there was about to be craft lager, craft lager breweries. And we had just come on the other side of this. Like, oh, if you sell your brewery to Anheuser-Busch or Miller, you're a fucking sellout mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And I was mm-hmm. like, and I, I said, well, what's more embarrassing? Selling your brewery to Anheuser-Busch or pretending you always loved their beers?
1: <laughs> like, you know,
0: like what's, what's the deal, You know, if you're like, oh no, just kidding i always loved i've always yeah
1: a miller highlife is a champagne beers <laughs> no,
0: well, no way, you it is have off-color brewing no that's uh that's uh, uh that's miller High highlife because you oh, have uh, off-color brewing to, to think for that um john laffler from who started off color that's like the only beer he drinks is is miller highlife High Life? Like, yeah and it's because it's the it's just it's so it's made so perfectly every time and then, like, yeah, well, no shit. It's also made in like 9,000 gallon, 9 million gallon yeah. batches or whatever at a time. You just push a button and like things happen and they it's make like beer. A, it's,
1: like a, it's like a fucking poke fusion machine. Do you wanna do you wanna add a little cherry to yeah. that? Right. <laughs> you want some you orange? Make... Do you want some orange in your Miller High Life?
0: Push this button to make Miller High Life. Push this button to make Miller light. Like it's all it's just the same shit. Um <laughs> And they did. They did famously collaborate with Miller on a. They made. They they went to Miller. They made Miller High Life, and then they brought it back to Chicago to Off Color, and they um they soured it. Oh they really? Made a, they made a Miller High Life wild ale called Eek. And, and was it, it was any good. good. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was of course. It was, I mean, Laffler and Off Color those. That shit's wild. I mean, they're like they're wizards over there. It's crazy, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I think th- I think it's the other shoe dropping on the whole beer thing. It's proof that like no like everyone's kind of done with it. Mm. you know, it's we've like come,
1: we've come full circle because we're making loggers again to get away from loggers. We're making we loggers to get yeah. away from IPAs, to get I, away from yeah. to get away from loggers.
0: Mm-hmm. We have th- we have three exclusively logger breweries in Charleston. We have Dovetail, who makes the best Hellas Lager I've ever had. Like it's a perfect. It's perfect. It's ten out of ten. It's it's a perfect beer. Like, and and you could hand it to anyone and they'll drink it. And like, oh yeah, this is beer. I've had beer before. It tastes like beer. Right. Like, right. and it's perfect. Um, duh, uh, we got Goldfinger in, in Downers Grove, who's just like killing it. Like everyone loves them. And now you have Art History in uh, Geneva, and they're the same thing. Well, I'm sorry, Art History, um, actually. Split their brewery in half. They actually opened a, log- a lager facility because mm. lager t- proper lager tanks are horizontal. Oh, they weird. lay flat. They lay on their sides um, so that the bottom the yeast, like it anyway, uh, or the top fermenting yeast or whatever. Anyway, um, it's been a while since I had to think about top fermenting and bottom fermenting sure. yeast, but they uh, they lay on their sides. And so now at the the original brewery in Geneva. Is where they brew. Like they'll make some IPAs and some sours and stuff. Mm, so they're okay. not exclusively lager. But not only were their lagers what they were like most known for, but that lager facility that they opened down the road is actually contract brewing lagers now for other craft breweries. Oh, okay. So, is three
1: one two a lager?
0: No, three one two is an urban wheat ale.
1: Yes, it says that on the can, doesn't it? It says
0: right on, it says right on the package. It says right,
1: it says it's right on the fucking ale. tin.
0: Well, here's here's the here's the thing with three one two. I've been thinking about three one two a lot lately. Because that was just you know as I kind as of wind down this beer thing, I think about how that was like the gateway beer for me. Um, so the the thing with with when when I discovered that I really like three one two wheat ale um, from Goose Island, I said, okay, well then I will like other wheat ales. So right. I started drinking. I started, I started trying to find more wheat ales. And I would get Hefeweizen's, which hefeweizen right. wheat. It's like in, the, and but hefeweizen has that banana clove like ester thing. Mm-hmm. And what I didn't realize is that three one two was unique. It the, it was it was brewed. It's like an it's almost like an ale that's meant to be brewed. It tastes like a lager in a way. Like it's got that really soft it is 4% alcohol it's like right. got that really soft you know mouth um mm-hmm. but it gets fruity it just it gets its fruitiness from being an, an ale right like ale yeast creates this that like fruitiness in 312 i don't know when the last time you got a 312 was but or if you've ever had 312,
1: uh, probably but. the last probably the last time i drank a 312 with you
0: <laughs> so you remember it had that fruity like mm-hmm. thing but it was it, it kind of crushed like a lager, right like you just drank right. it
1: like you didn't even think yeah, about it was, yeah that. yes yeah
0: and um, I, I come to find out that like most wheat ales are German inspired, like the Hefeweizen and the Weisbach and like stuff like that. So uh, for a while, I was very confused. I spent a long time just assuming that I only liked Three One Two. Like this is the only beer I like, and I don't and I didn't understand enough about style to know why. A Boulevard Brewing Company out in Kansas City actually makes something called unfiltered wheat that tastes more like Three One Two. It was like their their attempt at that, um, but. Yeah, that was what was interesting about three one two is that it the reason it took off is because it just bucked all the trends, like
1: right, and it and it's the reason they got bought, right? That's what Anheuser bus was yeah. basically buying was three one two.
0: Yeah, well, well, it's a it's a two way street with that story. Goose couldn't actually make enough three one two, right? Right, they couldn't. They were running twenty four seven three sixty five out of their brewery mostly like 80% of the brew day or brew days were 312. Like they couldn't right. make enough. So like they, when, and they couldn't
1: make any of their other stuff really. Like they couldn't make goose. They couldn't right. make
0: do you do you remember? I mean you remember how big their seasonal program was they had that beer mild winter that I loved mm-hmm. um the harvest ale their Oktoberfest. They had right. and eventually um they had to kill them. They had to kill all the seasonals. They had, oh, because, really of 3-1-2. 3-1-2. because of 312. Yeah, because of 312. Because of 312. Um, they killed their oatmeal stout, which was beloved, um, and never came, mild winter never came back. The oatmeal stout never came back. Um, it's just like, they just never, like, they just never went back to making, um, um, those beers ever. Even so, so the, but that was the thing that was like, when, when Anheuser-Busch came sniffing around, John Hall's thing was like, well, I need, I need to offload. Someone needs to make 312 and IPA. Like right. we need to get it out of here. Like in Honker's Ale, we can't make Honker's Ale. We can't make Three One Two, and we can't make IPA in here anymore. Like, please not make these in your Bud Light tanks or whatever, because we just can't do it. Um, and that's and that's what happened. And and um, you know, it's there's you know, I I still like Goose Island a lot, and I think a lot of good people still work there, and I think a lot of people left there, and I think, you know, Bourbon County's. Here's something that I, I've been thinking about Bourbon County a lot too, because, um, you know, in 2015 they had their big infection thing where, like, all uh, like right. most of the Bourbon County was ruined, and so in 2016 they bought a um a pasteurizer. They pasteurize Bourbon County now,
1: right? And it's not as good because of that, right? Like, it's no. like it, no, no, it no. Does, I think doesn't it take something away they, from it?
0: No, I think it's fine when you buy when you when, on Black Friday when you buy your Bourbon County and you open it and you drink it. I think it's great. I think the pasteurization process kills the live yeast. Mm-hmm. And so nothing's developing in the bottle anymore. So I think bourbon counties made from 2016 to today that are aged any longer than a year are just suffering now. Mm-hmm. And people's mentality was to hoard bottles right. to keep over a big long period. You, had so you put em, them in your work...
1: cellar. You put them in your, in your, yeah. in your beer cellar.
0: Correct. I have dozens of bottles of Bourbon County ranging from 2013 to 2023. And every time I've opened a 2017, 2018, 2019, they've fallen off. Some, like, just something, something is fading. now. not as good. Now.
1: They're just not as good.
0: Right. They're not as good aged, fresh is they're incredible. And I think that's, what's been maybe something bourbon County has been lacking is that any age on them is not helping anymore because mm. nothing's developing in the bottle anymore. There's nothing there to like, all that really can happen now is that if it's a flavored variant, the flavors drop out. And if it's in, if it's a regular bourbon County, you're oxidizing it. So you're just adding like sherry notes and like papery oxidation notes. Like you're not really doing it any favors but you open a twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen, a twenty twelve, and it's a fucking treat. You're like, well, right. oh man, so much has changed. Like this, like this thing that was once muted is now like a, a different flavor. And sugar, it's drier. The sugar, it's not sugary. Like, and that's not happening anymore in the bottle because I think because of the and I, it's got to be the pasteurization process.
1: Right, because it kills the yeast. Like it, it like doesn't it? It
0: kills everything. It's what it's it's right. what it's doing. They're, they're pasteurizing it so that nothing lives beyond the bottling. Because what happened was, is the they got, the got beers, in
1: there.
0: It was of it was a slow developing sake yeast. Um, and it and they couldn't detect it because they would you swab you would swab it like a like any kind of that's how the QA lab works. They put a Q tip mm-hmm. in the beer and they swab it, and if any bacteria comes up then they know it's bad, but if it's not multiplying, it was multiplying in the bottle, not in the barrel, and not like they weren't. So was it in it the bottle?
1: Was it in the bottles? It was in the
0: bo- well, yeah, it was in the bottle. No, I mean, like, was it
1: the was, is that how it got introduced? Was no, it no, no no no? It was in the okay. barrels. Okay. it was
0: it was slowly so in 2013-2014, all of a sudden every craft brewery started buying barrels, and the quality of the barrels sure it. sure because everyone so they so saw goose what was,
1: they saw what goose was doing and they were like oh shit we want to do yeah. our own whatever about b- bourbon county we want to do our own bourbon
0: stout right so when you ship these the the when when a barrel is is dumped and then shipped directly to a brewery there's still some bourbon in the right. barrel um the 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 barrels they were getting in 2013 2014 2015 were evaporated they were dry so the the mm. pores of the wood were developing like yeast and bacteria like stuff was getting into the wood. Sure, sure. Yeah. So that's what that's what fucked Bourbon County in 2015. And then from then on they had to they created a much tighter it's why you see so many of the variants now are collaborations with distilleries because
1: so they can get the barrels sure. direct.
0: Right. right. Is, "Yeah, we'll send you Eagle Rare barrels, we'll send you Weller barrels, we'll send you P- Pappy Van Winkle barrels, but you know, what are you going to do for us? Like, you know, you never mm-hmm. really talk about where the barrels come from. So maybe we should do a collaboration. Maybe we give you Eagle Rare barrels one year, and then you say it's all Eagle Rare, and we'll put the Eagle Rare logo on the bottom. Right. And we'll do the whole thing. Um, And that's why you're seeing so many, like I said, so many of the variants are direct distillery mm-hmm. collaborations. Like the 30th anniversary stout was all Jim Beam because it was Booker No's idea to send Goose Island barrels in the first place for them to age beer in. So to celebrate the 30th anniversary of that meeting, um, they, they aged, uh, the 30th anniversary of Bourbon County Stout is aged in Booker's Bakers, Basil Hayden. And I always forget the fourth one, uh, the, the four premium uh, knob Creek, knob Creek barrels. Mm-hmm. So those are the four premium Jim Beam brands. Um, so they aged them in those barrels. And it was a direct collaboration. It says Jim Beam on the bottle. It has a Jim Beam tag. It has all the logos, mm-hmm. like the whole thing.
1: Oh, beer. We always end up talking about beer.
0: Well, hope, we'll, we'll see if that decreases or increases, because that would be wild. If it increase. if I just, yeah. if this, is, this is how I get all my beer stuff out, is on the beginning, <laughs> the first 20 minutes of every show is going to be beer, not history. Beer well, history. Want we'll to talk about video games instead?
1: Sure. Let's talk about video games while I look over my coverage chart to see how things are going on the network.
0: You never know; you might need to pick up another AP or two.
1: You might, you know, you never. Uh, my center is just down the road, right by right. right by Goldfinger Brewing.
0: Right. Shot Podcast Episode 292. Today is Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. My name is Jim Plucky. With me is Fish.
1: Happy New Year! Happy. We didn't even talk about. Yeah, no, it's fine. Do
0: anything? No,
1: it's fine. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. We uh, uh, we did we did cheese fondue. We have cheese fondue on New Year's Eve.
0: We had a pizza party. See,
1: now that's that's more my style. I would I would rather do a pizza party. I mean, I, I gotta, made the pizzas myself, but. but you make you you make the um, the neopoli, neo nope. no I
0: did Chicago tavern style thin crust and party cut or not party yeah party the tavern cut tavern style tavern you cut, know yeah, yeah. squares.
1: I want to do I want to do New York style. I love New York style pizza. There's only one See, good New York style pizzeria by me.
0: New York style. That's hmm. yeah. New York style. You know, I've i uh, every time I try to dive into New York style pizza um that's where you get into the you need a baking steel you need the peel yes and it
1: has to like it it, like in and out french fries five or six minutes outside of the oven they're no good anymore like the the you have that pizza has to be absolutely piping hot to and that is and that's the best pizza for my money is piping hot new york style pizza
0: I, uh, I find, I also, whenever I, when I dive into the dough making process, it always requires a food processor and I don't, Mm. it's like one, the one kitchen tool I don't have is a food processor. Um, so I've stayed away from New York style. I've mastered pan, pan pizza. I can make pan pizzas in my sleep. Um, Neapolitan, I'm getting really good at. Um, it's this Chicago style thin crust tavern cut thing that Mm -hmm. I'm still having some trouble with.
1: Yeah, you know, I was. It was funny because I, I don't. I, maybe we've talked about this, but like, you know, when Tiff's first came out here to visit, we're like, oh, we got to take you get deep dish. Like, to right, right. but like the reality is, is like if you live in Chicago, <laughs>
0: you don't, you don't,
1: you don't eat deep dish. You don't. We don't. Right. We don't really eat that shit. Like,
0: I we love eat, I will, a deep a dish is fine. A year, yeah, a well, if you if you want a pizza,
1: a tavern style is the Chicago style pizza, yes. and it's damn good. Like mm-hmm. you get a Rosati's pizza going. Like there mm-hmm. are some damn good uh, local pizza joints that, that do yeah. really good pan pizza.
0: Things that like, Lou know. Malnati's
1: does not do well. Like Lou Malnati no, is just,
0: it's stupid. It's yeah, they it's, put it in the pan. They just don't run the the dough up the sides. Right. They just stop short. I don't know. Right. It's, 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 you just get half thing. a pizza.
1: You get half a deep dish. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I made my own Italian sausage to go on the pizza. It was pretty pretty good. Do you have like a meat grinder and
1: shit? Do you like, or did you just do? do, Okay.
0: But I didn't, but that's not how I make it. Italian sausage. I really have only used the meat grinder to make burger patties and breakfast sausage patties. Mm. When I want to make Italian sausage, I just buy a pound of ground pork and add the spices and mix it Mm -hmm, together. mm -hmm.
1: And you're not like, you're not, you're obviously not, you're not putting it in. Pig intestines no or anything. Casing.
0: No, I don't right. I don't have a caser of any kind. Right. Um and I this watched This is just I, if you
1: want like crumbles.
0: I watched I watch a, a barbecue guy who um he used to be the sausage maker at like a some Texas barbecue joint. Um and he's like it's a it sucks. Making casing sausage sucks. It's the yeah, it's, it a, looks it's awful. the worst thing you can do. Um so I never I've never attempted it. I don't think I ever will. Um Yeah. like there's
1: a there's a there's a there's a sausage house Mm -hmm. uh by by my place um in like it's literally in a house it's like literally a Mm -hmm. house and uh you know those are the best places to buy sausage in in illinois and wisconsin if you ever come is like don't go to like the store don't go to a supermarket find a sausage house and literally it's a house in a neighborhood and it's a house in a neighborhood like but anyway but so like the way that they, I don't mean, maybe I talked about this. I can't remember. You did, but like,
0: you, did you, you did, yeah. But
1: but like their the, their schedule is, they're open Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. They make the list of things they have to buy and they buy the stuff. They do the shopping mm-hmm. for the whole week. Tuesday through Thursday, they literally just make sausage. Yeah, and it's like sausage for three days of of of, mm-hmm. of being open. And like not only is that enough to sustain a business of like six people. Yeah. It's like how that's a lot. I that would just drive me up the wall. That must yeah, stop some
0: of it's smoked too, right? Like, so they got oh, like a smokehouse of some sort. They, yeah, they, some of it, like the pole if they make if they make any like German sausages, those probably yeah. are smoked.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. It's just it's wild. I love that place. Yeah. Anyway, video games, huh?
0: Yeah, I mean, them? you know. How about them? Can't live with them, can't live without them. What have you been playing this this I, Well, uh,
1: did you see that Valhalla's been added going to be added to Game Pass?
0: It's my only news story for this week. <laughs> is that the two fucking games that I've been trying to get? Like, so you know, when I finished this run of of, uh, of Assassin's Creed games, uh, I'm gonna going to do Resident Evil, right? So I started buying Resident Evil games, and now right. Valhalla and Resident Evil Two are both coming to Game Pass. Two games that are on this like list of th- right. franchises I'm trying to keep up with uh yeah i mean not that i didn't see it coming because origins and uh odyssey were on there too. and right I, after i bought them but so now
1: here's the real question will you play mirage before it comes to game yeah. pass
0: oh <laughs> no no i bet you i won't i bet you i will buy mirage and then like six weeks later i'll come to game pass fair
1: enough, fair so. enough. um yeah so i rolled credits on cocoon which I honestly wasn't expecting to do, but uh that no, game is
0: not like you were going to. Uh
1: that game is surprising. And hmm. um so uh I will talk more about that game next week when we do our oh. game of the year podcast. Oh. That'll be that may that may very well be I have not final, I know what number one is. Number one with a bullet. There's no question in my mind what number okay. one is. I think I know what number five is. Okay it's the ordering of the other ones and what okay. makes that list that I'm not sure about yet. Cause there's like, there's three spots and I think there's like five ish games. Um, yeah. so I don't know. Um, but, uh, cocoon may or may not be on that list. Uh, I will talk about it next week. Either way, uh, honorable, we're going to be doing some honorable mention categories, or at least I will have categories. For my honorable mentions. Um I'm
0: gonna do just honorable mentions. I that's totally fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't have bits.
1: Uh, no, no, I have bits. And, well, yeah. I have some bits. I was gonna try I was trying, I've been trying that's another thing I've been doing all this week. Is I've been trying to uh make it so that I can play sounds over our recording oh, without like blowing out. You know, you know, remember like how we used to play the intro and it would like just like you couldn't hear it because uh-huh. it would just die out. I haven't yet figured out how to do that. Uh in the discord recording atmosphere. So I don't know. Uh, those are the, there may be a lot of work in post for my bits. There may be some post work. Um,
0: Unbelievable.
1: And which is great because I will only have one day to edit it because there's no way in hell that I'm going to be editing a podcast on that Friday, which is the first day of the land. Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, rolled credits on cocoon. I wanted to jump more into uh hi-fi rush because God knows I just need another game for the list. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, I spent the majority of the week playing uh, Final Fantasy 16. Have you have you heard of this small indie title from I, I think have, it's, I, I, yeah. it's Square Enix? Mm-hmm. Square Enix. I don't know the kids. They made. They made the bouncer. Have you heard of this game? Um, Weird. Uh, so we talked about it last week. Final Fantasy. Every Final Fantasy game is a remix of a similar. They all have a, there's always a lighthouse, right? There's, there's always, there's summons and they're called icons. Uh, there's magic and there's a, there's a fire spell and there's a fira spell and there's a Faraga spell. And those are the three tiers of magic for fire spell. Like there's always a character named Sid. There's always an airship. There's, there are things in every final fantasy game and they just remix them. Chocobos. Chocobos are in every final fantasy game. Uh, Moogles final fantasy games. And I really like the remix they've done here. Now, people have said and people and I mentioned this last week that it's like Game of Thrones. Like <laughs> when I think Game of Thrones, I think dirty fantasy. And this is not the the main character is still a very pretty man. He is okay. still a very pretty right? looking and everyone very nice looking. Uh, and they do say fuck. Ooh. In co- like in combat, they will say they they will curse. I Whoa. did see side boob in a cutscene, but beyond that, oh, and and there's a map that looks like a model. Oh, so maybe that's why it's Game of Thrones like. But I, okay. other than that, it's very uh, it's very clean uh, for a a Game of, Th- uh, of Thrones like game. Um. So yeah, no, the remix on this is great. Uh, the, the I won't spoil too much of it, but the general idea is is that you have this kingdom where magic wielders. So the, even zooming all the way out, they use the they do the crystals again. They announced this whole crystal saga in like two thousand and three, two thousand and four, right? <laughs> yeah. Like Crystal Chronicle. Like they they have this like deep fascination with crystals over there at Square Enix. I don't know why. Yeah.
0: But this is so another in- business, business Unit Two or whatever. Right. This is, but
1: this is Business Unit Three. This is the Final Fantasy fourteen, t- which is another crystal game. There's crystals in this game, and they are called the Mother okay. Crystals. And that is where the people who, who get chunks of Mother Crystal can use magic. They the, the mother crystal pulls Aether out of the world and, sure, the, yes. the, and, and then and then they can use that to like cool things or heat things oh, or sense. Right, okay. There are people in the world who can use magic without crystals they are called bearers and they are slaves because they are they are different they are except except if you are a dominant a dominant because, is a person is a is a person who can transform into one of these summons into one of the icons okay. and
0: so you're 90 minutes into this game no 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 i this is this, oh. is this is explained
1: in the first 90 minutes that's why i don't oh, think okay. it's a, that's why i don't think it's a spoiler but i loved the story they're telling around that concept is really cool and again i mentioned it last week where like they have this super casual mode where the combat is all real time and it's very like very uh frenetic and like just like uh you're switching between different power sets and, and like, I think that like, if I was younger and cared more, being able to do that on the fly on my own would be, it would be really rewarding. The reality is, is in this baby mode of the game, I can hit one button and it does all that shit for me. And it looks really fucking cool when he's doing it. (laughs) And I don't have to do anything. I just have to just hit that square button. Just hit the square button. Just keep hitting the square button. And he does all the shit. He does all the shit. He switches between the shit. He does the combos and fucking people explode. It's great. Um, That is definitely going to be on my list somewhere. It's whether or not I beat it beforehand. Uh, Right. Yeah.
0: All right. That's it.
1: Uh, That's 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 it. it. That is is all I've been playing.
0: Well, um, I need to confirm something that I said uh, last week because mm-hmm. i have been playing a lot of a game called the finals mm-hmm. uh and i've been playing it with my son and mm-hmm. it's a fucking blast it's so yeah. much fun when you're playing yeah if you got if you're playing with friends whoa that game fucking rocks like that Shit. is some well. Here's the problem. But here's the problem. I'm here to br- bring bad news with me. Uh, there is Great. no local multiplayer for the finals. It's all it's no, like no, the no. Most, it's
1: all you have to be online, right? You, have, you all have to be online,
0: and it's max three people. So it's not going to be a land game, which no is severely disappointing because
1: yeah,
0: I imagine this game would fucking kill at a land party. But there's also there's also
1: situations where we could break out. And I don't play know, I understand games. that, but and I'm like, saying like yeah. if
0: everyone in the room was playing that game together, it would be it would be all we I bet we would play for four or five hours. Yeah non stop. It's it's unbelievable. Like when you're playing with a with friends, it is wild.
1: Yeah. And I bet it's so, cool to play with your kid. Like just like in, like I think that's that sounds that sounds like a, a dream for me, just playing yeah, video games with
0: he's really into it. Like he yeah. it's he doesn't. Yeah, he's like, I don't even want to play Fortnite anymore. I just want to play the finals. Like, dude. And it's pretty kid friendly. Like, there's no blood. Um, people die. They explode into like coins. Right. Like, it's not like violent or anything. I mean, it's guns. You're shooting bullets. So right. I mean, it's, it's violent, violent you're just anymore. running around
1: killing everyone.
0: Yeah, it's just like normal. Every day. Explode like, into America. confetti. Uh, anyway, I think
1: uh, uh, the only difference is they explode into confetti.
0: Yeah. Um so yeah that was so that's been fun uh, it's a blast man it um just a quick reason why so we don't just sit here and say a bunch of shit and never talk about like why something is really good um the most the most po- there are several modes but the the most popular one is this one called quick cash cuz it gets you in and out of the game real fast the match starts there is a box of money that a team a team has to get to it they have to unlock it which is just like you push Y next to mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. it starts to unlock. Right. Once it's unlocked, anyone can grab it, and right. then once you've grabbed it, you have to run it to an ATM, and then once you get to the ATM, once you once someone gets it to the ATM, it starts a one minute countdown.
1: But that but that's it, just but that's like broadcast everywhere, isn't it?
0: Yes, everybody knows that the ATM is now active and it's one minute till whatever team put the money in the ATM scores. But the the catch is at any point in the minute, it can be stolen. Right. So so
1: just like real life.
0: Yeah, with five seconds on the clock, a team can run up to it, steal it and get the credit. And it's the first team to do this twice. So it, it moves really quick. Plus there's a 15 minute time limit. Um, and I, we had a game where we stole the lap. Like we stole it at the last second. Oh, that's awesome. And it's like it's confetti popping controller throwing like stand up and like pump your fists like amazing. Like you're just like, holy shit. I can't believe we pulled that off. You know, that's awesome. and especially because of the destructibility. You can like, all right, I'm gonna try to steal it. Well, I'm trying to steal it. Why don't you take out the floor so the ATM drops? with me. So anybody who's coming can't even like get to it for right. a minute. You know, it'll drop. You need to do all kinds of silly stuff like that. That's um, awesome. I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, the other game that I've been, uh, playing this week, um, of course my kids are off. I was off. I was on, I was on vacation from work. It was my first day back. Um, we played a game called the wild beyond the witch light. And now you might be saying, Hmm, I have not heard of this video game, Let's. That's because it's not a video game. It's a board Um, game. It's a um, Dungeons and Dragons campaign book. And I bought it a year ago because my daughter said, hey, dad, can you be a fairy in Dungeons and Dragons? I said, I'm not sure. And I looked it up and the rules to be a fairy are in a a campaign book called The Wild Beyond the Witchlight. And it was half off on Amazon. I said, fuck, I'm just going to buy it. So I buy it. It comes to the house. I show Charlie. I'm like, hey, look, you can be, look, yeah, you can be a fairy. Here's the rules. And then the next hundred pages are an adventure where the, the group goes to a carnival. And it's oh. about unraveling this mystery at a carnival. And it's 90% talking your, and rolling your way out of situations. It's not mm. like fighting. There's no weapons or like right. there's no combat um so finally a year after buying this book um the kids were like why do we ever never play this and i was like because i asked you kids a million times you want to play you said no um so we sat down we played like two or three sessions of wild beyond the witch light and it's really cool it's a really interesting um neat and the kids are into it because they they're um you know um atlas is making his character and one of the flaws his character can have is that um he he wants gold. Like if he sees gold, he has to have it. It's like mm-hmm. really a good flaw of his. So I described to them the big top tent in the middle of the carnival, and I said, "Yeah, uh, uh, at the top of the uh, at the top of the big top uh, are three gold stars that rotate around the pillars." And Atlas goes, "I want to climb up and get the gold." And I was like, "Holy shit, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons! Like, playing- this kid just like." This kid's like, yeah, he got it. He was like, I need the gold. My character wants gold. I'm getting the gold. And um he like failed his check and like he got caught by a security guard and like, it, and they talked their way out of the situation. And I actually used it as a hook to like get them, move them through the adventure mm-hmm. because they eventually are supposed to meet the two people who run the carnival. So I was like, okay, you guys got yourself in big trouble. You got to go meet the carnival. And like, it, I was like, holy shit, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, like for real. Now, how am I going to tie this all back to video games? I am a shit dungeon master. Um, I'm really bad at it. I really love the, I really would just want to be a player. But every uh-huh. time it's come to play Dungeons and Dragons, I have to convince people to play, which makes me the dungeon master. I've sure. always been really bad at it. Um, and then I started playing a game this week called Baldur's Gate 3.
1: I've heard about that game.
0: <laughs> You've heard about this game. And um, there was a, po- I didn't read the article. There's a polygon headline. Um Baldur's Gate 3 made me a better dungeon master. And I saw the headline like a while ago or whatever. But goddamn, if it doesn't make you a better dungeon master, because what playing Baldur's Gate taught me is when do you roll dice? Mm-hmm. Like I like it's hard to kind of like when you're kind of flipping through but, like, you know, I spent the whole first session of the game with the kids, like flipping through all the books. They're like, uh-huh. this, Charlie was like, I want to um, I want to like do this thing. And I was like, I don't know how you do that. Like, and I'm so I'm flipping through the Dungeon Master Guide. I'm flipping through the Witchlight book. And I'm like, I, I don't know how you do this. Um, But then I played Baldur's Gate and I was like. OK, the next time she says that I can just be like, roll a d20. She rolls it. She tells me what she rolled. I say, okay, add add this modifier, and then I make up what happens next based on right. the number she rolled. Right. That never really computed to me because because Dungeons and Dragons is three five hundred page books. Right. It,
1: there's a there's a system. Yeah. There is a Dun- there is Dun- a five e or whatever system. Yeah. For Dungeons and Dragons,
0: and so you sit there as a person who wants to know what lo- loves reading role playing game rules and loves playing games but knows there's a guide, right? Especially in video games, you can't right. just do whatever you want, but in Dungeons, and Dragons, You just do whatever you want. Like right. once you know, like the, were the guy, the guides, the guard rails or whatever, then you can figure out when to drive off of them. Like you'd be right. like, okay, I'm going to move this story forward. I-, I don't need to be flipping to this book. Roll the dice. And I'm going to tell you what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, um, that was neat. Um, as far as Baldur's Gate three goes, the t- it's, woo, it's, a it's it's a, lot, a, lot. Dude, it's a it's, lot.
1: It's a lot, It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. How far did you get? Did you get off the ship?
0: Not far. I got. I'm off the ship. I'm, okay. um so I'm met running the into. Yeah, I've I've run into all the characters. Okay. We made it to the um. Boy, I, this is real early. So I'm sorry if this comes off as a spoiler. I don't know if it is, but um the you you're with a you're with a cleric a guy confesses to you that like he has to like eat treasure or something mm-hmm. um and so that's where i made the decision about what to do with that guy and now we're that's where we're that's where i'm at
1: it's like it's i just want to i just want to dig dig into it but like i it's so overwhelming to think about as a video game mm-hmm. cuz like that's not a game that you're going to beat in 12 hours 20 hours you know like that's a hundred hour game
0: and you know the problem i'm having with it is that i bought it because i wanted to think about it in terms of the you know games of the year but there's no way i'm even gonna get through the surface of it like i i doubt i will finish act one before if you get get,
1: if you get act one done in a week that'll be impressive mm
0: mm-hmm I mean, the way I understand it is that there's three acts, and each act is basically a full video game, right? So I, I don't know. So I, 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 I it's all I want to play. See, that's, like, that's
1: exactly like that is exactly where I was. It's like paralyzing because, mm-hmm. like, it's like this game is so well thought out, and I haven't played any of other any of Larian's other stuff. So like, no, I know no. that like I know that their other games are also well thought out, and like, but like, it's like you know. It, not deeply familiar, but like familiar because I'm familiar, familiar with the the Dungeons & Dragons systems, but to have like a dungeon master push you, I right. mean like and it's not Do even that like remarkable like, it's like, it's not even that, yeah, it's just, an art, it's just a narrator, right? But like, there's like this like, association that you make because you know what a dungeon master is and you know what it's like to play right. D&D, that it like has an, it's like, it's elevated somehow where it's not just someone narrating a game to you,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, it's um, it's very cool. And the first time that you select a dialogue option is perception, and you're like, yeah, okay, perception. And then the d20 pops up, yeah, yep,
1: yep, yep, yep. You roll it, you're like, you're motherfucker! Like, all right, all right, we're playing D and D. You're right, you get it, you got it. We're yeah. playing D and D. That's it
0: yeah I was like This is real fucking neat i I'm really interested to see where this goes um it's it's funny though because it's such a hybrid between a video game and a and a literal role playing game right. that I kept dying at the second like the first the first fight you have in the game is a tutorial but the right. no, the first one where they like let you loose right I died over and over again because I wasn't thinking about um even though the companion you're with literally says we need to get to the high ground. Right. I never actually went to the high ground because I right. was like, I'm just rolling dice here. Right. Right. And I was like, Oh wait, if I had gotten to the high ground, I'd have advantage. Okay. I see. What- so it's a video right. game, but it's also like, not- it also is D and D. Right. It's a video game when it w- needs to be. And it's a role playing game. Most of the time.
1: Yeah. God, I need um, to jump back into that game. Fuck.
0: It's all. I mean, it's all I can think about. Like, I know. I just, want, I just want to be playing it right now. It's it's really cool.
1: Yeah. It um. Is.
0: So we'll see how that all shapes out.
1: But going back to your thing, like the reason that the reason that I I, I want and I know we talk about this all the time and, it, and it's never going to happen, but I'm going to keep talking about it. The reason I, I want to run it can a vampire in a week. I, I know it can it happen, happen, it in, a happen in a week. The reason I want to run a vampire campaign is because it's like. As a – they call it a storyteller in, in Vampire, right?
0: But yeah, right. But you the are literally telling – trademark of – Is it really? Is it? Yeah.
1: You, oh, I suppose – yeah. Game master,
0: yeah. Every other game, it's a like game master or story master or right. whatever, but yeah.
1: But, like, you are literally telling a story and they are playing in the story that you're telling. And I think that, like, that's such a cool dynamic. And, like, it's one of the reasons why I was drawn more to Vampire than I was D&D because D&D has more – structure and is more like i want to go into this dungeon and get loot and come out like it has changed since like second and third edition where that was more of the thrust of the game yeah. but like yeah I, well, I, I, I I like the idea of telling the story and that's why being a dungeon match is like don't let the fucking mechanics mm-hmm. bog you down like don't let that be something that interrupts you telling this story
0: i think that's why these podcasts reinvigorated mm-hmm. the love of Dungeons and Dragons is because i think there are millions of people who wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons right. but didn't you didn't even with the books in front of them they didn't know how to play like they Right like, exactly what they're, do i do like those books are so
1: dense and like they and it's just like And they'll talk about something that, like, on one page that then, like, the only way you're finding that again is to go to the glossary and hope that it's in the glossary. Like, that, whatever rule they're talking about. And that's why it's, like, in that situation, you're like, well, fuck it. I'll just come up with my own rule for that because I can because I'm the – it says master in the name. I am the dungeon master.
0: But also that's, like, what I think those podcasts unlocked was, like – there aren't actually rules like right. your character your character the rules tell you that like how your character can what like, what they can do and how good they are at structure. it
1: structure it provides you with a structure mm-hmm. that then you can build whatever you want on top of it yeah. you have this foundation of of like of core like you know like with vampire you only use d10s It's all you do you just use d10s and there are ways to like make that like to complicate like sometimes you just roll your attribute but like Mostly you roll, like, a a skill plus an attribute or an attribute, you know, like, uh, you just roll D10s. And it's a matter of, like, there's a difficulty and how many successes you get. And that's it. And, like, that's how I've always played. I was reading the books. And, like, we've been doing it wrong the whole time. If I ran a game, that's how I'd do it. I would do it that way because that's the way I know and that's the way I understand. And, like... No, I don't know. It's just it's one of those things where it's well, like also, I
0: think you, you have the newest rule books. They could have changed. They could have changed things. Twice. I don't know. Yeah. I
1: mean, like, because like I read I, I don't know how many times I've read those rule books, like not the newest ones, but like over the years, all the other mm. rule books. Did I and, like you still don't absorb half the shit like I could have re- I could read them again and I would just like, yeah, and there are people that know every single fucking D&D rule in and out and I would never play a D&D game with them. Ever.
0: No, but well, no, but but I think that's actually like, but I I think you don't act the dungeon masters, a dungeon master doesn't actually know what they're doing until they've done like a hundred hours of dungeon mastering, sure. like I and so I think that um I actually think people who know the rules inside and out are probably the ones who are the best at it, like because they know which ones to ignore, like well, that's uh, one, like, assuming
1: that that's what they're doing what well, I guess what I'm saying like the yeah. the person that I dread the most is the person who knows the rules in and out and sticks to them very strictly and then is not the player is not the story is not the dungeon master is a player yeah,
0: I don't think yeah I don't think those are good dun- I don't think that's i I don't think that's makes for a good dungeon master I think people no. who are the best at it are are the ones who have figured out like how to weave a story inside of right. the structure of dungeon I mean, and I
1: mean I guess at the end of the day it's like what do the, your players want to play? Like, right. you know, like, if they want to play a very specific, like, we are going to go by the rules, then then maybe that's the type of game you provide them. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm not that player. I just want to, I want a good, I want a good yarn. Give me a good yarn. Take me to the Carnival Masters.
0: Yeah. Well, I can, yeah, I did can, how, if you want to play Dungeons & Dragons with your kids, Wild Beyond the Witchlight is, uh, the Wilds Beyond the Witchlight is, like, a cool. You're a not saying, cool... you're saying
1: that I shouldn't do a uh, vampire
0: no, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to people who are listening. Oh. If you're, I mean, if you want to play Vampire with your kids, go for it. Teach I them all about the it. world. I think they need um, Uh. Anyways, um. you know what it's time for? It's time for an email from... Well,
1: oh, no, wait. We should probably re- restate that, like, we had a news story. Uh, Some games are coming to Game Pass.
0: You know what? You'll see them. You'll see them. They'll be on there. Maybe you have Game Pass. Maybe you don't. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Nothing else is Get happening or... this week.
0: Yeah. Um. All right, so Wyatt has sent us another Bullshot Blast from the Past. You can email us, just like Wyatt, podcast at bullshotpodcast.com, and we will come back to that after we read this email, because next week uh, is definitely one of our bigger shows that we do, um, yes. and we'd like you to be involved, and I will let you know how you can be involved. In the meantime, uh, episode 138, welcome back, from January 10th, 2013. Fish, you and I are playing a game called Hundred... It's the iOS.
1: it's the it's the sequel to or it's no it's the prequel. Remember, you must buy a boat. It was the one where it was a dungeon that's game.
0: Right?
1: Yeah. All right. So that's what oh, I was no, playing. Okay. All right.
0: Um, you were also playing League of Legends and Mass Effect. um okay. And I was playing Star Wars: The Old Republic. You know, oh. that, you know, what I, was, you know what I was playing that on. Wait, 2013. Wow. Well, how was I playing Star Wars: The Old Republic?
1: Oh, did you have my old PC at that point? no
0: no this is 10 years ago yeah. was I playing star wars the old republic i don't think i had a windows pc in 2013 huh
1: you had a windows pc at your house I yes went... you did no you did because i i remember using it to buy something on amazon uh when you were you were living at jj's parents house no no
0: that 2013? is that 2013 23... no 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 i left there in
1: 2010 oh okay well then i don't, fucking I don't know why
0: either. where i ha- where did i get as why did i have a windows pc to play star wars the old republic that's interesting anyway um was it news, on mac or something no, it's if it was on Mac, I'd play it now. I'd like, really, I'd want to fuck around with it now. I was just thinking about it the other day. I was like, oh man, I wish you not it on, on
1: Steam Deck. I bet you there's no. a way to make it work on Steam Deck. I bet you there's a no. way.
0: No, I bet you it's on Steam.
1: No, it doesn't have to be on Steam.
0: That's a thing. let's
1: see, Knights. Oh,
0: wait the old Republic. We're talking about just so people know, we're talking about the MMO, the Bioware Austin MMO, Star Wars: The Old Republic. Um, which I, here's what here's what I'll tell you. I played that game in 20. Yeah, you can do
1: it. You can do it. There's ways I to. Do it.
0: Game, I played that game in 2010 because um, uh, I had a work Windows laptop, and I was playing it on that. And that was mm. that was 2010 because that was one of my first jobs. By 2013, I was already working at the job that I, I work did at Did you now.
1: did you maybe buy the the work laptop off them when you left?
0: No, 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 no. I don't know, dude. I don't no. know. Man, how did I play it? And interesting. Mm. Anyway, um, hey, so CES, which is about to happen, uh, yeah, which is about to did, happen.
1: I'm, we're,
0: yeah. It did happen uh, in 2013. Um, the biggest news was that Sony wants you to stream 4K movies. Uh, Valve, uh, <laughs> you can't do it, it's too big. <laughs> uh, Valve revealed the Steam box.
1: Oh, um, fucking Steam boxes.
0: Uh, NVIDIA showed off Project Shield and Razor showed off the Edge. So it was a year of like game streaming and game, like,
1: yeah, yeah, I was
0: starting to get our dip our toes in game streaming and and using like uh, what do you what do you call that thin client? When, like, yeah, whatever, like, yeah. I don't know, I don't know.
1: Streaming box, the Shield still the I think the most popular streaming device. I think more popular than Apple TV, which is weird because Apple TV is much better. Come at me, you bastards!
0: I know Linus Tech Tips got he uses a Razor that thing, he he loves that thing.
1: Yeah, the. Um, the Nvidia Shield, yes, he does.
0: Yeah, the Nvidia Shield. Um, THQ sold uh, Saints Row, Darksiders, and Metro franchises. Dude, Deep Silver
1: baby, mm-hmm. which then got embraced.
0: They got embraced. Um, Pokemon X and Y was announced mm. at CES. In... No, 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 no. Sorry, okay, We've, okay. sorry. We've moved on. Okay, we're we're on. Okay. Yeah, we're on. Uh, we're on just Radio video game news now. Walking Dead Survivalist was a game that came out on March. Yeah, 26th. Yes, and it was
1: bad. It was terrible. It's
0: what I. I mean, there's only been a couple good Walking Dead games as far as I can tell. The VR one is beloved, um, and the Tell the original two seasons of Telltale. Uh, yeah, but I think that's it good. It, huh? let's
1: be real; those, those Telltale games aren't that good. Let's be. I mean, let's um, let's be honest.
0: Um, let's, be honest
1: with, let's be honest with ourselves um, for just a moment. Those Telltale games aren't good.
0: I like them. I like that um the xbox 360 version the physical xbox 360 version of the walking ted telltale game was so messed up that they're just giving people free digital copies i
1: remember that mm-hmm. I'd tell that, that happened
0: to me too i lost progress in that uh-huh. show. yep uh,
1: we talked about that on that episode
0: Mm -hmm. Bethesda developers uh, have been hanging around Boston. The rumor is the next Fallout game will be set in Boston.
1: It was not, Uh, or was it? No, Fallout Uh, Fallout Four would have not been. Was Fallout Four Boston?
0: I thought it was. I thought Fallout Three. What Fallout Three was Maryland was Maryland. Fallout Four was Boston, and Fallout Seventy Six is West Virginia. Or is Fallout Four West Virginia? Which one's in West Virginia?
1: Uh, I don't, I don't know.
0: Oh. Okay, I don't anyway. see
1: the problem is is they're showing me a map. Oh, <laughs> like I was, listen, I was I was educated here in the beautiful United States of America. I couldn't point out where 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 Boston. I mean, I can point out where Boston is on a map, but I couldn't look at part of a map and be like, ah, yes, that's definitely the Massachusetts coast.
0: Here's one that you might want to Google too, because uh, this is a good one. Uh, the final news story uh, from that episode is that the sci-fi channel original series defiance premiered on april 15th but there was no release date for the tie-in mmo do you remember that there was going to be a show called defiance and a game called defiance yes yes
1: yes, so, yes, 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 yeah. yes 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 yes, yes, did that
0: game come out it came out it did right it did it, it, came did, out. it
1: did it's on steam yeah you can no buy way. it now
0: what it, wait is it like as in it's still running
1: uh well i mean uh, hold on let me see what does this cost Oh, no longer available on Steam.
0: Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I Thank wonder you, when they Gabe, pulled for this. For keeping the history uh, uh, alive. Uh, yeah. I wonder why
1: it's still on Steam. When did they pull this? It's a uh, uh, overall reviews are not.
0: N- oh no, mostly not positive.
1: Good? Mostly, oh, mostly, mostly positive, positive, but the number one review is not recommended.
0: Oh well, probably because it doesn't work. I I downloaded this game and it doesn't work. <laughs> it's just one it star.
1: actually is not great. Uh, I want to see where's the news section here because like I can see. When they pulled it, I want to see when they pulled it. Release date was June fourth, twenty fourteen. Okay. Uh, view update history. I wonder if it's in here. Uh, let's see. Uh, there was an update as late as February twenty twenty one. Oh. Is this game Look still at around? That.
0: No, there's no fucking. There's video. no it's way, like, right? It was for PlayStation three and Xbox three hundred and sixty as well. So I, no, I know, I know, you know but what? I want to say I played. I want to say I played a thirty day trial of this. I want to say I played this on Xbox.
1: February Um, 24th, 2021 is when they announced that they were closing the game down. Uh, It would be available until April 29th of 2021.
0: It went free to play on June 4th, 2014. If that... Man, it went for another seven years after that. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, And the show lasted three seasons. Yes. Alright.
1: We're going to talk some shit, but I guess we don't have to now.
0: Yeah, wow, look at that. Um, interesting. All right, well. All right, well, good job, everybody who worked we on science. You guys did mm-hmm. it, and we're proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Um. All right, so here's the deal. Next week is the big one. We're going to do our Game of the Year show, and we want to hear from you. So either email us, Bullshot, well, wait, podcast at BullshotPodcast.com. We want to know your top three games of 2023. We want to know what games most, uh, are most anticipated for you. Um, and then, you know, anything else you want us to say on the I show. Look at, uh, what are what
1: are some 2024 games?
0: Yeah, yeah. Most anticipated 2024. Um, an even easier way to do this will be um, we're gonna, I'm going to create a thread um, on our Discord uh, server, which the link is in the show notes. Got get get in get in the discord. It's the best, it's the best. It's the best thing you we can have do. a
1: good time. We do have a good time in the discord.
0: We have great th- we're talking about museum quality, skull, glass.
1: skull and bones coming February oh, 16th, yeah. baby.
0: No, so there's a bullet
1: storm VR game.
0: Yes, it's no, it's it's a port of bullet storm in VR.
1: That was not we did not like that game, right? That game was I like that very game. mid, right? <laughs> that game was great. I, that I was loved that mid. game. I it was that mid. game was
0: wild. It had some problematic uh characters. Ooh,
1: yeah, of course it did.
0: Uh, yeah, well, uh big broy unreal guys meet Polish to American <laughs> translations. <laughs> yeah. Never a yeah. good no never a good sign uh for if you want well rounded uh characters who are very compassionate um and very uh open minded. Anyway, any who's its podcast at Uh, BullshotPodcast.com. Send us an email with your uh, games of the year, your most anticipated of 2024, or uh, we will start a thread in the Discord. Or we will kill you. Or what? Oh, my God. Plus, um, hey, join the we have a new uh, we have a LAN party coming up uh, the next weekend, the 12th, 13th and 14th. I am here to tell Fish that I am going to arrive at his home Mm -hmm. uh, around one ish on friday if that's okay
1: 1 p.m or 1 a.m
0: yeah no 1 p.m
1: okay drop and your I'll stuff hang
0: out. i'll hang out until it's time for me to fuck off and go to the concert okay
1: yeah sure no yeah i'll just
0: so i'll treat it like normal but i'm gonna go to the, go to the concert i'm going to and then sure I'll come
1: back. Yep, yep yep yeah
0: um so so i'm sure on the discord we'll be posting pictures if there's any opportunity for you to play with us we will let you know on there um, that would be fun. I think we said that last time and it didn't really work out. Um, but we will, uh, we'll do our best. Uh, so just join the discord. Link is in the show notes. It's just click it. And it let's you in. Um, we're, and we're on stuff. I'm on J I M P L A C H Y. I have a medium blog that I started to talk about. True. Um, talk about Nazis eating. on
1: substrates. Uh, some, um, Sunstack. No, they won't medium, let you talk
0: about the
1: Nazis. No. On. Um, oh, okay.
0: Medium said no Nazi talk, please, please, please. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's wait. you want to tell anybody anything.
1: I'm on all the socials, too, although I think I'm going to leave threads because like most of my threads oh. posts now that I see are like are just the repeat are just fascists repeating the same thing over and over again. And it's like, the I don't know. I don't know how I got that. On my, yeah, I got
0: weird threads. I got I got some weird threads too. I,
1: yeah, so I might just be done with that platform entirely. Um weird. not that I pay attention to really any of the platforms to be I don't no. know if I'm being completely honest with you. Not like I did Twitter. Twitter was like a, a news source for me. Whereas yeah. like these are like, oh, it's interesting to see what like my my other podcast people are doing. Um Yeah, so I'm on I'm on that stuff too. Did you, oh the John Carpenter game comes out next, Jeff? Check that. Maybe that's something there's a Killer Clowns game coming out. No, I, I know Anyone? exactly
0: what article you're, you're looking at. Polygons top fifty. Yeah, yeah I know exactly the list you're looking at because it's missing some critical games. Well, no, actually. it's
1: not the top fifty. It's just it says it's the all the games that are coming out. in No, 2024. they're
0: missing a couple. Oh, really? They're, yeah. Why don't you control F for Space Marine? Oh, is that not it's, on? <laughs> it's not on there. Space Marine's not on there.
1: Oh no, it is September Warhammer forty thousand Space Marine two September nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just
0: looked at it. It's a. It's not. It wasn't on there. I don't know it I, it. if it's on there now. Someone added it because it was not on there as we were getting ready. The best new game release is coming in 2024. No, no,
1: no, 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 This is, 50 this most is anticipated. all new video games launching in
0: 2024. Oh, right? I looked at the no, okay, yeah, okay, okay, all right, never mind. Crisis averted. Well, that's gonna do it. Um, big show next week, so uh, strap, strap in, or for, don't, or, don't. You, or, don't, or a, don't.
1: you can ride without it. You can ride without a seatbelt here. We're we are not. We are we are uh, pro personal freedom.
0: Wow. Oh, okay. All right. Or don't. Thank right? you so much for listening, everyone. Goodbye.
1: Don't do this to me. I haven't fucking. I don't have Craig ready. What? Is, uh, what,
0: uh, what more? I was looking at the list.
1: There. I was looking um, at the list of video games coming out. I hate you.